Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market where she gets spiked slushies, but you can go and get the Pilgrim. They do have a new spiked slushie. It's a special fall one. See? There's Angry Orchard and Fireball, which is like the perfect, like, like cinnamon apple. So like you think she's making this up. They're actually spiked. They're spiked, <laughs> yeah. You get it behind like the register and they put a sticker over it. You take it home, you drink it, but perfect for fall. So anyway, let's talk hockey because <laughs> that's real easy to do this time of year. Um, it's amazing how quiet the NHL is right now in general. There's no player moves. There's no nothing. So when they come out and put out these terrible, <laughs> terrible jerseys yeah. that they did yesterday, it becomes a big deal for hockey fans. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of debate. A lot of them, there are a couple pretty good ones. I really like, you know, like, like Arizona, I thought did really well with the purple and um, like the Kings went back to their old, like the, the purple and, and gold and um, that, but then there's a lot of awful ones. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. For anybody who doesn't know, the NHL and Adidas uh, put together 31 different jerseys and they referred to them as reverse retro, which also makes no sense. <laughs> They're, and they're fourth jerseys, so these aren't replacing alternates. These are like special, like one-off for this season, reverse retro. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Because like a lot of them kind of stuck with the idea where like they pick an old jersey and kind of flip the colors. But then you look at like what the Flyers are doing where like the reverse of orange is still orange. and like. <laughs> yeah, there, there just wasn't anything to this. Like, I mean, they're not even faux-backs. For those of you who don't know what that is, faux-back is F-A-U-X, the French for false back. Uh, because they didn't necessarily even take older jerseys and mutate them, although they did that with a couple a of them. Couple like the Penguins one is is that. Gonna, they took like, the Snoop Dogg. The, the Capitals went back to the Screaming Eagle, but in the current colors, and they did it right. You know, Which had, would like, make you happy. You oh, that was one of my Eagle. favorites. I, the Screaming Eagle is like one of my favorite uh, logos of all time. But they, they did it right and like had like the, the same you know layout and the shoulder patches, but the Penguins one is just off. Like, the Pigeon logo is gone. The Pigeon the pigeon logo, it's gone, and what? What's the point of doing it? That's what was on the shirt, and then Adidas drops. This is where it gets personal. Adidas drops the golden triangle. I was just gonna. Well, this is the second time they've done that. Who do they think they are? They did that. What in the? Do they think the that's stadium. just a shape? They did that in the stadium series. It's like if you had like the you brought back like the ducks and you took out like the hockey sticks behind it. It's yeah. like no, that's like a big. No, but this is our city. I know. It's this <laughs> is our city. It's the golden triangle. Like I could see some, you know some geek in some Adidas meeting who d couldn't even find Pittsburgh on a map or knows that we have an H at the end of the name, looking at this and going, hmm, what's this triangle? I'm just going to get rid of this. Well, that's like their current third jerseys, the, the gold. with The gold does not, it's like a replica, kind of, of like the ones from the 80s, but it doesn't have the triangle. Well, that one I kind of understand because that was gold on gold, which was weird. Yeah, I don't when know. the Penguins originally worn that, that was a Mario as a rookie. It was gold on gold, so the triangle would kind of disappear. Look, all these things are so bad. Yeah, but are there? Are we ever going to see the robot pigeon again? I, I hope not. That's I was not into the corporate pigeon. I, I was not. I, I didn't. I, I didn't appreciate it. it. Uh, I, I don't. I don't like any. I, see, here's the thing. You show me a jersey that you can recognize a franchise by, and I'll respect it. Montreal Canadiens, Chicago Blackhawks. Like, you don't have to wonder, you know? 
Yeah, I was going to say the D Detroit, they've gone through so little changes that there's nothing to reverse or retro. No, they're and just the Red Wings. They're, they're retro just jersey, red. It's so bad. It looks like a practice jersey. They, they added like an extra stripe. But like the Canadians, they're, they're wearing like navy blue with like red. And I really like that. It, oh, how do you think that's being received? No, probably not. Okay. I, I think it's cool. Um, but they're the, the Montreal Canadiens, yeah, you know? It's just, you don't need to. I don't know. Uh, the thing is, is if you're going to make, the, and I can hear the, the counters to this are obvious, which is, well, they need to make money. They're not going to have fans in the stands. They need to find ways to make money. Okay, make money with good shirts that people will buy. You think people will buy these? The money that they're going to make, like Anaheim and Wild Wing, they brought back Wild Wing. Okay, yeah, that, with, that like, was the different. Same font I, on the back. They brought back an actual mighty. What duck. they lose yeah. on like the Penguins and like the bad Red Wings, they're going to make back with like Wild Wing. You and, would like... think the Ducks are going to make them some cash. My favorite response, by the way, to any of these, not even get into the terrible gray Winnipeg jersey. You know how hard it is to make a Winnipeg Jets product that I will not buy. It looks like pajamas. That is that is that's difficult. Uh, favorite reaction of all was from the New York Islanders. How about the way they handled this? It's like the same jersey. It's the same <laughs> jersey. The Islanders were like, just Navy. we are so <laughs> not doing this, like, at all. We've been through the fishermen. We've been through everything else. But but fans are so mad because they this wanted is the perfect fishermen. time to bring back the fishermen, just like a one-off for this season, and they, they screwed it. So Death to the fishermen. Look at all the stuff on your laptop. What do you have there? What is all that? Um, you know, <laughs> I, you there's can, a you lot. Can, you can angle I it don't know where to camera. start, but my favorite one, I have Gritty, and it says, <laughs> all bodies are beach bodies. I saw that on Etsy, and I was like, oh, I don't even. Get-go tater tot uh, fitting. There you go. Yeah, we have a lot. Hockey. That's a Finnish swear word. The, uh, what is well, don't, don't, don't say it. I'm sorry you just to offended our all of our Finnish <laughs> subscribers. Uh, is it true that there's a female gritty now? No. We will get to actual hockey, I swear. That was like a What part, was that? That was like when Philadelphia fans were... Well, peop, just people in Philadelphia were celebrating in the streets. People make their own costumes. That's not... Uh, well, you mean the election? Yeah. Yeah. That's not... Uh, so they just... Somebody the just made a female gritty. People were making real... Like, male gritty. <laughs> The Penguins uh, have set out this offseason. I probably should put that in the past tense because I'd say Jim Rutherford is done. Have set out to make their roster better, faster, younger, fresher. These are among the many adjectives they've used. I will believe this when I see it. That's what I keep saying. And anybody asks, like, what do you think of the roster? To me, it's not about the roster. It's about what happens in a training camp setting. What does Mike Sullivan go for? How much will he accept young players? Because unless they come in extremely polished, like a Marcus Pedersen, Pedersen's probably the best example, he doesn't seem to want any part of them. Now, if you go through those third and fourth lines, tell me where a young forward is going to have a chance. Yeah, no, I mean, we've had this conversation before. The roster is just pretty much set. I mean, yeah. the fourth line, Do it. Lafferty, Bluger, Tanev, maybe Aston Reese when he's healthy. Um, you have Lafferty there for sure, though? To start? Yeah. I, I would say I think he's earned it. Last, I think last season he earned a spot. And I thought he earned a spot in the playoffs, and they left him out of those, too, until game three, I think it was. Yeah, game three, and then they put him with Marlowe and Hornquist and Root. Um, but, I mean, the third line... Um, 
Jankowski's pretty much locked in at third line center, and then I think his wingers are going to be McCann and Rodriguez. Um, yeah. Yeah, right? because you need... Well, the thing is... is and then Zucker, Malk, and Rust. Yeah, and well, the, yeah, the top Crosby. six are the top Captain, six. Yeah. Right. But when you look at the third and fourth lines, what a lot of people don't realize, people who, especially who are just casual hockey fans, is that your third and fourth line aren't as much about five-on-five five as they are storage for penalty killers. Right. You know what I mean? They think of them as a, one of those guardian storage facilities. It's where you keep them until you need them. Uh, Jankowski is that. Mm-hmm. Rodriguez is that. Right-handed draw, something that you were pushing for last season when they had nobody. Yeah. Um, so, let's do this. Anthony Angelo, no chance. Samuel Poulin, no chance. Nathan Legere and right on down the list, no chance. Well, so what are we what are we actually looking at here? Well, I mean, who, who do you, who would you who would you replace them? I with? don't know, but my point is is that this thing that they talked about isn't going to happen. I, I mean, Jankowski, Rodriguez, they're Jankowski's not exactly old not, guys. No, they're not. Uh, no, I get that. If they're Old guys. Marlowe's old, but Marlowe's also still pretty fast for an old guy. Um, I don't know that they got appreciably faster, except at one spot. And that's that they got the fastest player on their roster in Kasperi Kapanen. Yeah, in that you way. Know? Yeah, I just would 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 Poulain really make them faster? Would Angelo make them faster? I don't. No, think Angelo wouldn't. That's fair. Angelo wouldn't. Poulain wouldn't either. I mean, his skating's. I think fine now, but Who's? it's same pull in. Oh, pull in, yeah. I, it, I I really like his skating. I, I mean, do he too. Sold but me even the last camp. well, but you look back at the last camp. Um, I mean, he fit in, but I also thought Rodriguez had a better camp than him. Rodriguez had a better camp. Or wait, are we talking about the the Corona camp? The or Corona, are we, camp. Uh, Corona camp. Rodriguez had a and no, they didn't call it that. <laughs> Rodriguez and Lafferty were arguably the Penguins' two forwards, at least in in you know, my own estimation that they had. Now, they had incentive to be. They were trying really, really hard to earn spots on the playoff roster, and they, they didn't really get them. No, and I mean, I, I thought they played well enough to have them, and now there is a spot for them. Um, but, I mean, Poulin, I don't know, maybe he gets that nine-game tryout to start, but I he can't go down to the AHL, and if he's not ready to play in the NHL full-time, like, if they don't have a spot for him. Oh, you can't have him here. No, but, but you know, I mean, there is the... The rule, because like you have to send it back to juniors, but if you hit your third emergency call-up situation, you can then you can dip into your junior oh, pool. Oh, jeez! And the Penguins always—they always seem hit to hit bat. those so, third and fourth emergency um, recalls. So maybe later in the season, uh, he could come back. Uh, I was going to say if they're hurting, but like when when they are hurting, he could he could come up. Okay, let's do this then. Let's say that it's a forty-eight game season. Okay, let's say that that's the way the NHL goes because of the Olympics and because of, you know, wanting to get fans in the arenas and everything else here. Why wouldn't you just keep Poulin for the nine games and just say, you know what, kid, just hang around here. We know what you can do against the Drummondville whatevers, okay? We want to see what you can do in the NHL or even just practice with us, you know? Uh, that, that's, that's one thing, and you'd at least have him around. You know, the other is, I just, I don't know. Maybe they did get faster, Taylor. I don't know. I mean, maybe they got faster just through subtraction. 
Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, back to point, I, I wouldn't want to get into a Daniel Sprung situation where you bring him in too early and then you, you kind of ruin yeah. his, like, waiver or, like, uh, ability to go into the AHL in the future if he needs it. I mean, Poulain is not Sprung. And, and Sprung did. Sprung did, and the Penguins kind of screwed him by bringing, like, bringing him in and keeping Maybe him Maybe for him. good. Yeah, because yeah, he's going to he, be in Hershey next season. Yeah, season. he's still an American um, leaguer. Yeah, so I, I just think they... You got to be careful that you don't do anything to stunt his development. One last thing on this. We know Zach Aston Reese isn't going to be available for whenever a season starts. But, you know, we all talk about Hornquist being slower. We talk about Marlowe being older. But let's not kid anybody. As much as everybody loved the, the Bluger line and everything else here, Zach Aston Reese isn't fast. He's not, he's not fast, but, I mean, he is kind of like a Hornquist-type player where I, I don't know. And if you look at the things he did defensively for that line. Oh, the coach loves him. Well, I, I, he Oh no, he, no, he it's, did it's, well. It's, that it's, line, you saw what happens to that line when he They fell there. apart. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what happens when he comes back because then you're probably looking at sitting Lafferty. Um, and I don't think. No. He, no. So I don't, I don't know. That's going uh, to have some tough decisions to make. But Gary Bettman um, has made a couple of speaking appearances, if you will. And one of the things that's come up, in addition to them having really no idea when they're going to restart, they're still sticking by the January 1 date, but the fact that the AHL has said, what is it, February something? February 4th, February 4th or 5th. Uh, and the fact that the owner of the Vegas Golden Knights, Bill Foley, said publicly that what the NHL is really discussing is February 1, feels like hockey's a long ways off. It seems like the one thing that's going to end up getting set well in advance are these new divisions mm -hmm. because the seven Canadian teams have to stay in the same division because of the whole border crossing thing. Uh, they also might have to do the mini bubble thing because Montreal and Vancouver in the same division is no picnic for travel purposes. Yeah. Uh, I suggest that they all play in Winnipeg, which is right in the middle. But that's another subject for another day. Then they day. can all be equally miserable and cold. Oh, nice, <laughs> so. nice. Uh, the U.S. is left with three eight-team divisions, yeah. which leaves the Penguins as a maybe Northeast slash Metro team or maybe a Central team. I don't know. Have you done the math on this or the geography, I should say? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that, like, if you look at, because they're different fans, are making different current configurations, and if you look at everything the, the penguins are probably not going to be with columbus like there are so many which is strange because they're, they're, they're like three hours one of away. the closest teams but there's so many like northeastern teams that the penguins the columbus is just too far west <laughs> like yeah um i mean the like uh both new york teams flyers well, all three new york teams really i mean if you count, well, that, you that, count, count say, the devils bruins have to be in this the bruins are left nomadic by the way because of the canadian teams being out Buffalo, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, maybe Philadelphia, Philadelphia, New, New Jersey. Um, did you say I, I got the three New York teams? Three New York yeah. teams, and then what? Capitals? You count them? I don't know because Capitals used to be in the old Southeast mm -hmm. with you know the yeah. The, so you could send the Capitals down to the South, or you could bring Columbus in to the but. And then, but then here's the thing: is where do you draw that line? Because you bring Columbus in and you leave Detroit out. Yeah, Detroit's and they not going to like that. that. <laughs> yeah, they hate that. Detroit hates having to do all the Western whatever. Um, and would they want to put the Capitals in the 
with the with the the old southeast teams. Well, with I mean, Ovechkin, you know, Crosby, you don't have. I don't know. That much longer. The Carolina has to play somewhere. The two Florida teams have to play somewhere. They're gonna end up with like. Uh, St. Louis, Nashville. Yeah, but they talked about having. They also, I, I read somewhere that they talked about having a, a division that just goes across the South. Well, that sounds like a very bad idea too, because now where are you going to play all those games in Texas? Well, one of the things Gary Bettman brought up um, in his most recent talk was the idea of like mini bubbles, where right, like so all the teams from that division would be in the same place for uh, like maybe a week or two, and they would play. A bunch of games, and, and then, then they would home. go home and like be off for a week, mm-hmm. um, to like go get back with their families, and then they'd go to because a the league. Level. Just anybody who doesn't know this, the NHL Players Association and the NBA Players Association have made oh, yeah. very no, clear no. they will never do the bubble thing. And, and Batman did never rule that out. He said yes. like no way. They but that's why ask the player. Yeah, they they know we, the we want nothing be. to do with that. You will never see that again. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so we could see a situation where, like, there's a mini bubble in Pittsburgh for a week or two where, you know, the, all the New York teams and all those teams would, would come to Pittsburgh and then they'd go home and then everyone would go to Washington. And uh, I, I don't know. So, like, it could be like uh, like what we saw in the playoffs with a lot of back-to-backs. Or... One way or another, though, Pittsburgh looks like it would be a fit with these teams. Yeah. Pits- it, 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 it's hard to leave Pittsburgh out of that and just into – if you look at like around uh, the, the Penguins in a spot, there, there's a lot of uh, teams in that area, so like they're not going to have to travel a lot. And, um, well, the other thing to... you mentioned that I, I hadn't thought of this is the networks. Um, let's not pretend that the Penguins aren't the number one attraction for NBC. They are year after year after year. I'm not saying that because mm-hmm. you know we, we live here. I'm saying that because the numbers bear it out. They're going to want the Penguins to be facing their marquee market opponents, yeah. you know, now that the Rangers are suddenly going to be good again. Um, you know, and it's going to be a tough division one way or another. They're going to be seeing a lot of Jack Johnson, so. Oh, Jack's in New York. There <laughs> you go. Frenier, what a team. There you go. <laughs>